Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Juba, helping you find happiness and joy on your homesteading journey. Today is Wednesday, November 16th, 2022, and this is episode number 50. It is really hard to believe. Um, 50, to me, is a really big number for a podcast Um, especially because we started in August is when I first launched, which is not that long ago. It's like three and a half-ish months, so not too far in the past, but 50 is a big number, and I'm super excited. So today we're going to be talking about something that is kind of relevant to the time of the year. This episode is about handmade holidays and how to maybe reduce your waste during this holiday season. So we will dive right in. Um, Americans as a whole, I say this in quite a few podcast episodes, we're consumers. We like to buy a lot of things. Whether that's good or bad, whatever your opinion is, I think we all need to be consumers to some extent. I don't think it's really very possible or practical for everybody to be completely self-sufficient, never buy anything ever again. I do think we all have to buy things, so I'm not anti-consumerism forever. I just think that we get so wrapped up in the stuff, especially around the holiday season with all the Black Friday deals and everyone just goes, like, I'm sure you guys have seen the videos of, like, the fights that happen on Black Friday over crazy things, and I know in the past with covid and supply chain shortages we've seen the videos of people fighting physically fist fighting over toilet paper so i mean not that i understand that necessarily but i definitely don't understand like fist fighting over an xbox or fist fighting over a tv or whatever it is people are fist fighting over in those videos So I think people get really caught up in the consumerism part of the holidays, all about buying things for people. And yes, giving gifts is amazing. I like giving gifts to people, but I don't think it has to be a set monetary value. I think there are things you can do and buy that would mean a lot to people that we maybe don't think of as quote unquote normal. So where am I going with this? So Americans, we're very consumer heavy, especially around Black Friday and the holidays. What if it didn't have to be that way? What if we didn't have to be so focused on buying the newest, latest gadget for the best deal and giving the most presents to whoever it is you're giving presents to and spending the most money? What if it What if it wasn't about that anymore? What if your holidays were instead about quality time with the people you love? Whoever that might be, spouse, kids, pets, siblings, whatever it might be. What if that's what the holidays became about and you took a few steps away from the presence? Because in all honesty, how much room do you have in your house for more stuff? And I mean more stuff as in stuff you're buying for other people that you have to hold on to until Christmas. And how much room do you have in your house for more stuff from other people? So I want you to take that into consideration, especially if you have kids. You know, I personally don't have kids, but 
I definitely don't have a lot of room in my house without kids for a lot more stuff. So now, don't get me wrong, I definitely have gone Black Friday shopping before. I have totally bought TVs on Black Friday. I plan on going Black Friday shopping this year, but I do so wisely, if that makes sense. Like, I don't just go buy the newest, biggest TV because it's the newest, biggest TV for the best sale of the year. Now, if that's your thing, then that's your thing. But for me, like, if I know I need a TV, like last year I knew I was moving and the house that my sister is renting from me, I left the TV behind for her because it that thing was massive and I knew it wouldn't fit in my new house. So I left that TV for because it fit perfectly in that house. And on Black Friday, I went and got myself a smaller TV for the house I live in now. So that's just one of the ways that I've done it with Black Friday shopping. I've also done Black Friday shopping for a new laptop if I know I need a new laptop. So that's what I evaluated this year. Do I need a new laptop this year or can my laptop make it till next year? And I can maybe buy it Black Friday next year. So I am waiting on the laptop till next year. But this year for Black Friday shopping, the only real place I'm going is Michael's. <laughs> and I'm only going to Michael's because they've got a really great sale on some of the crafty stuff that I do, specifically the gemstone beaded bracelets. If you haven't seen them, I think I posted them on my personal Facebook page and I've maybe posted them only like once or so on the like Happy Hippie Homestead podcast, Instagram and Facebook. So I'll post them a little more frequently. I do have them on Etsy now. So for me, getting the best possible deal on Black Friday is going to be helpful if my Etsy orders start to pick up or in-person orders, whatever it might be. If you do see one you want, please let me know. I am on Etsy it is, what is my name? I think it's Happy Hippie Homestead 3. Um, I, It was limited with names there for Etsy, but I'm going down a rabbit hole. So I don't want you to think that I expect no one to ever buy anything. And I don't want you to think I expect you to never shop on Black Friday because there are some good deals. But I do think sometimes it's easy to get caught up in the, well, this is a great deal, but I may not need it. But what if I need it one day and then it's on sale today and then you just buy a bunch of things you don't need or you buy a bunch of stuff for your family, which is great if you have the money to. But I personally think with the rising costs of everything, rising costs of food, rising costs of gas, rising costs of all of it, inflation, I don't know about you, but I feel like I don't have as much money as I used to have to spend on the holidays for people. So I decided earlier this year before prices started to really go up on things to do handmade holidays for my family and my friends. So what does handmade holidays mean to me? I'm not, so I, I knit, and that's one of the things I've been making for people is knitted items. Now I don't raise my own sheep, and then spin my own wool, and then knit with that. I do have a bunch of store-bought yarn that's been sitting in a cube storage for a while. So what I decided to do was use that yarn. So I'm not necessarily going out and buying a bunch of new yarn. I'm using what I already have on hand to make some beautiful 
knitted items. I did start planning and doing this, the handmade holiday stuff, back in like February or March of this year. So I will say um, it might be a little too late to do all of it handmade, but that's okay. So now I want you to think with this handmade holidays idea, what if we didn't just buy things to buy them for people or buy them something that maybe they won't use or appreciate? Maybe they'll look at it, say, oh, thanks, I wanted this and kind of put it to the side and then they won't remember who bought it for them later. I know for me personally, my family's asking me now, what do I want for Christmas? And I mean... I've got some books in my Amazon cart. You know, it's not very much. And it's not that I buy myself everything I could ever possibly want. Like, I would love to have a bigger pressure canner. I would love to have, like, a mill to grind flour with. There are definitely things that I want. But in the size house that I have and with the things I have going on in my life, I just... Not the most practical um, to keep buying and upgrading to newer and bigger things for me. I live in like an 800 square foot house, so books are easier to put on the bookshelf I already have that has some space instead of big items like a KitchenAid stand, you know? So I would like to think that you can make presents for your friends and family, even if you're not super crafty. I think there's something that everybody can make something heartfelt that everyone can do. I firmly believe that. So I'm going to list off some of the things that I'm making for people for Christmas. I'm not saying who they're going to. So if you are a friend or family, maybe you won't know what's for you. Maybe you will be able to guess it. That's okay. So some of the things that I'm making that I plan on gifting as Christmas presents are jams bracelets, the gemstone beaded stretchy bracelets I've been obsessively making, knitted items. So I've been knitting for, wow, uh, probably like the last, consistently the last 13 years. I know I'm only 29. <laughs> I really picked it up when I was about 16. I knit everything. So I plan on knitting or I have knitted hats and scarves and dishcloths, dish you name it. I've got plans, ear warmers, like we went all out this year for Christmas with knitted items. I also plan on making some homemade bath salt soaks. And honestly, the bath salt soaks are super simple to make, but it's a great homemade, I mean, buying Epsom salt soaks, Harley, sorry, Harley's being a weirdo. Um, buying Epsom salt so soaks at the store can be kind of expensive, and I found that sometimes I didn't love the scents that were available at the stores, really not for me, but it's really simple to make your own. It's just a matter of the Epsom salts, a little bit of baking soda, maybe some like pink Himalayan salts with some essential oils if you want to put like dried lavender or dried whatever else in there you can. So it's kind of a flexible, versatile thing you can make, but it's really easy. You can package it in mason jars of all different sizes, you name it. And to me, it's promoting being, to me, it's promoting making your own 
items. It's promoting stepping away from maybe some of the chemicals that are thrown into some of the ones at the stores. It's about self-care. You know, you're promoting self-care when you give a gift like that to somebody else. So that's one of the things I plan on making. Something as simple as Christmas cookies, I think people will really appreciate as well. So I plan on doing a lot of that. I usually do that. I've done that for a couple of years now, is I would like buy something, but also give them some Christmas cookies. So I think the Christmas cookies are a great idea. You can make your family's favorite recipe or a homemade or some kind of family recipe. You can also buy store-bought dough and bake that if you'd like, if you're not a from-scratch kind of baker. To me, it's the thought that counts. I'm also maybe going to experiment with some dog treats to give some dog treats to people that I know love their dogs as much as I do. And I'm also making some like picture collages, basically. So let me bring up a little bit more about what that is before I move on to another thing. So a picture collage is basically, I took my favorite photos of me and a person and got prints made of them. And I went to Goodwill and I found these picture frames that had prints in them. And the picture frames, gosh, I don't really know the size off the top of my head. I think one might be like an 11 by 17 and some other size. So it's a good size picture frame. And what I'm doing with the prints is I am making a collage inside of there and kind of like taping the pictures together. So this way it's a nice wall art. Now, don't get me wrong, the frames are hideous. <laughs> and I plan on spray painting them black. So they look nice and simple. I didn't want to buy directly from like Walmart or Amazon for a big size frame because they can get kind of pricey. And to me, shopping at Goodwill, you're kind of reusing what somebody else doesn't want anymore. Not only is it cheaper, but you're kind of reusing some somebody else's stuff. So I think that's really cool. Kind of ties in here to the zero waste holiday and handmade holidays kind of thing. So I think there are so many options with things that you can do that are actually meaningful. I also was into scrapbooking for a while, so I've definitely gifted scrapbooks. I mean, that can add up in, add up in price depending on your stickers and paper you're using, but it's so heartfelt and meaningful to be able to flip through a homemade scrapbook. I think it really is amazing. So there are just so many things you could do, and maybe you're not super crafty, and instead you want to get a photo book made from some company like Shutterfly. I've done that too before, and I think that's also a great gift idea where it's meaningful, it's heartfelt, and it's not your traditional crap from the store. You know, I think it's... I try to stay away from buying the crap and I want things to be meaningful. I may have another idea here for a Christmas present, but I won't reveal that yet because when I do, people might realize who it's for. So we're not revealing that, but I want you to be creative. And if you're not sure what you can make, maybe you're not super crafty. I honestly started Googling things like I've been knitting for 13 years and I feel like hats and scarves people really do like. And beyond that, I kind of had to Google 
great knitted Christmas presents, things like that to try to generate ideas. And I stumbled across the dishcloths. And I thought to myself, that is great because I use so many dishcloths that I can't, I don't have enough for myself. And I'm sure other people, if they don't use them, once they get two or three of them, they might want to use them more. And they're all 100% cotton, you know, really nice, really easy to wash. I found that I was using synthetic rags. I have to wash my own dishes because I don't have a dishwasher. And the synthetic rags just really hold on to like a smell because I don't run laundry every day. So sometimes they sit there for two, three days, whatever it might be. And I just found that they got really stinky and I couldn't get the smell out easily. So, um, yeah. So I I have definitely Googled what to make for Christmas for grandma, you know, and to just generate ideas with things that are DIY or things you can do yourself, crafts, you name it. So that is totally one of the things that I did. So I would love for you to look stuff up as well and kind of get creative. Maybe you're great with woodworking or painting or drawing, whatever it might be. I think you can be creative. I propagated a lot of violets as well. And I plan on gifting beautiful little violets for Christmas, as well as some of my spider plants that I have. So definitely you can think outside the box and it doesn't have to be crafty related for it to be handmade you can make your own soap or chapstick whatever it is face wash and gift some of that away to people you can if you really love canning you can can homemade tomato sauce gift that you can make freeze freeze dry dehydrated soups put them in jars and gift that you know like the sky is the limit for what you could do for something like this, you can, I've seen it before where you can make your own like bread, pre-made bread, the dry ingredients for the bread anyway, and gift something like that to somebody. So there are so many options to make it handmade, make something homemade, something meaningful that people are going to use and going to love. Now, Granted, I'm not going to give everybody a gemstone beautiful bracelet because there are some people I know that may not love it so much. Same thing with the bath soak. I am not going to give one of those to every single person on my list because I know not everyone's going to use it. Like my brother would never use it, so he's not getting one of those. But having so many options of things that I can make gives me the flexibility to say, okay, what would this person actually like and let me tailor it to them, whatever it is that I'm making. So you may not be able to 100% do handmade holidays this year because we are in the middle of November, but you can definitely do some. You can definitely add some small items to your Christmas presents for people and make it more meaningful. Maybe they your Maybe the people on your list already told you, I want this book. So you get them a book, but give them a bag of homemade cookies or get them that book and give them two or three things of jam that you made this year or get them a book and give them 
a picture collage, a bath salt, a thing of bath salts, whatever it might be, something meaningful that you know they'll really appreciate, whatever that is. So I love the idea of handmade holidays because it steps away from consumerism. It also helps to reduce waste. So for me, making the bath salt soaks for people, I bought the Epsom salts, the baking soda, some pink Himalaya salt in bulk, like bought it in bulk, and then I'm going to make it and put it into reusable jars for people. So instead of, if I give it to five different people, instead of all five of them going out and buying little bags from the store, they now have a reusable container and I bought everything in bulk, so that reduces the amount of waste that was produced to make all those bath soaks for them. So that's just one example of how it reduces waste and packaging. Like the yarn I already have, if I bought some kind of hat or scarf or something for somebody at the store, it's going to give me a receipt. It's going to come with some kind of tag, maybe some kind of sticker on it, but instead I'm making it myself. So sure, I got a receipt when I bought the yarn and it may have come with um, like the label on it, but depending on how big the yarn skein is, I can make multiple projects with that skein of yarn and that reduces waste as well. So I also think Handmade Holidays is more meaningful because you took the time and time to me is extremely valuable. I also think Handmade Holidays is more customizable because you have more, sure you can buy almost anything you want for somebody, but I feel like, especially with inflation and rising costs, if you had a limit of 20 to $35 per person, you're not buying a whole lot with 20 to $35 anymore. I mean, you weren't buying much a few years ago either, but you're definitely not buying a whole lot now. So it's hard to customize something in that price range. It's hard to make it meaningful and heartfelt in that price range. But for $10, I can buy some beautiful yarns and beautiful beads and make someone a beautiful bracelet with a beautiful set of ear warmers. And I can customize the color, I can customize the look, the feel, everything. Sure, it takes me more time, but I think the people that I choose to give gifts to for Christmas are worth it. The sp me spending the time on them. So... I also mentioned this is going to be about handmade holidays and how to reduce your waste during the holidays. So one of the things you can do is figure out how to wrap your presents differently than how we're used to traditionally wrapping presents. Usually that is either in some kind of gift bag with tissue paper or in some kind of box with filling in there and it's wrapped with wrapping paper. So I personally... I am totally one of those people every Christmas. If nobody wants the boxes, I'm taking the boxes. I'm taking the tissue paper. You know, I'm taking the ribbons. I take all of it to try to reuse. You don't have to do that, but you could. That's a, that's an idea. So I definitely, all the boxes that I have, most of the tissue paper I have, I'm reusing. As far as wrapping paper goes, 
I do have a roll left of wrapping paper, not a full roll, but I've got some left. I plan on using all the wrapping paper I have. I'm not buying any more. After that, I plan on getting creative with how I'm going to wrap my presents. So what does being creative mean to me? Of course, I looked up, you know, ways to wrap presents, producing zero waste, things like that. One of the things I saw that I thought was really cool and interesting is people actually will wrap presents in newspaper. I don't have a newspaper subscription, no, but my work gets a newspaper subscription and once two or three people have read that newspaper, it just gets put in this big pile and once that pile gets big enough, it then either gets recycled or thrown in the trash. So... What I decided to do, because I knew that I don't have a ton of wrapping paper left, is I've started to take some of the newspapers home. Now, I'm not taking home, like, an excessive amount of newspaper. I'm not trying to go, like, hoarder situation up in here. But I took home some of the newspaper so that I could wrap presents with it. And it was a way for me to get free newspaper and to reuse that newspaper. So now what am I going to do with the newspaper after it gets wrapped and unwrapped? I plan on, so my parents, I'm going up to New Jersey where my parents are, and they have a wood-burning fireplace. And sometimes they use newspaper to help start the fire in their fireplace. So if they would like some of the newspaper, I will let them have it. If not, I will recycle it after that. So this way, at least, it's kind of gone through multiple phases where people read the newspaper, it became wrapping paper, and then got recycled instead of just being read and then recycled. So something to think about. I think newspaper is great because it closely mimics what wrapping paper does, where you can just kind of fold it and put it around. I've seen people, or I've seen pictures of zero-waste wrapping where people use, like, cloths or old clothes that they have around the house and use that to make essentially some wrapping paper. I don't know if I'm creative enough for that. I mean, I'm very creative, but I feel like that's another level of creativity and you have to be a certain type of person to make that completely work. So, I'm going to stick with newspaper for now, especially because I do have a way to get the newspaper for free and reuse it and recycle afterwards. So that's what I'm doing with wrapping my presents this year to try to reduce the waste that I'm producing. So you can totally use things that you find around your house or at work or maybe friends or family members. Maybe they all get newspapers or something along those lines and you could totally maybe take theirs. So I will say handmade holidays and going like zero waste with your wrapping hasn't caught on yet with my family. I... I've definitely been asked what do I want for Christmas and I said guys I've been telling you about handmade holidays for months now and you didn't listen to me but that's okay it's the first year I'm doing it I think eventually it will start to catch on and my thoughts are it saves money it's better for the environment and it brings back to me 
what the holidays are supposed to be about. Giving those heartfelt gifts to the people that really matter in your life. So that's what I want this Christmas. And that's what I plan maybe hopefully to do every Christmas from here on out. I may not make as many knitted items from here on out because I love knitting. I'm very efficient. I am very quick at it, but it does take a long time, especially compared to something like crocheting or me whipping up an an awesome gemstone gemstone beaded bracelet. I'm much faster at all that. It goes a lot quicker. I can't crochet, unfortunately, but my mom crochets, and it is totally quicker to crochet than it is to knit. So I'm actually, like, cuddled up under a knitted blanket right now, a fuzzy blanket with my three little animals. And these blankets, if I work for an hour plus a day, I can maybe finish in a month. (laughs) So it takes me like 30 hours to finish a fuzzy knitted blanket. That's a good size. And my mom could have almost the same size blanket done in four to six hours, maybe, with crocheting instead of knitting. So I may not knit as much in future years for Christmas, but... I'm learning a lot, and this is something I want to continue, and I hope it catches on as more of a trend to do handmade holidays. I think if I do have to buy anything, I would love to make sure that it's handmade by somebody else and support some kind of small local business instead of big consumerism elsewhere. So just something to think about. Um, I think there's a lot of ideas. You can get as creative as you want to be for all of this, but I love that it's completely flexible, completely, it's just customizable for what you need and want it to look like and what your family needs and wants it to look like. So I hope you are willing to try some making of your own presents and wrapping in a way that produces minimal waste or zero waste this year there is still time it is only november 16th so now's the time though to really plan and get some stuff done if that's what you want to do thank you for tuning in to another episode of the happy hippie homestead podcast i'm your host gabby juba stay tuned for another great episode on Friday. I did put out my newsletter this weekend. If you would like to be emailed a a newsletter once a month, please feel free to go to my website, which is thehappyhippiehomestead.com. And hippie in the middle there is with a Y. So thehappyhippiehomestead.com. You can listen to our podcast episodes on there. You can also sign up for the newsletter too. So some good stuff happening and Friday will be a completely different episode. Feel free to like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram, maybe both. And also engage on there if you'd like, comments, share, like, whatever it might be. Some feedback is amazing and I really appreciate it. So Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this episode. If you share this episode with anybody that you think might really like it or need to hear it for whatever reason. And I look forward to talking with you on Friday.